Father God, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this time of fellowship. We thank you for this time of learning. And we pray that your word does not fall on deaf ears. We pray that it touches every heart of every person that listens to this podcast, whether it's present or in the future, Father God. But we pray that your spirit just rests on them and that you break any chains and you break through any bondage that they may be going through or any tough times or that you guide them through the tough times and that you rest on them, Father God, that your peace be with them, Father God. We pray that we come together today and that we take the tokens that you have given me and that it be resoundingly pressed forward and shaken together and running over for everyone that is here and everyone that is seeking you, Father God, everyone that is asking for you, everyone that is knocking on the door for you to come in, Father God, for you to be in their hearts, for you to be in their lives. And I want you to have an overwhelming presence, an overwhelming light that you are. Let it shine throughout their household. Let it shine throughout their lives. Let it shine throughout their professions. Let it shine through every walk of life and every movement that they are making in their lives. In Jesus' precious name, we say amen, amen, and amen. So in the military, when we're alarmed of a gas attack, the expectation is to have the mask donned on between four to eight seconds. So if an alarm goes off and it radios that we are under a gas attack of some sort, no matter where we are on the planet, we are expected to have that mask on between four to eight seconds. And although the mask is on, if not donned on properly, or our mop gear, our gear that helps protect us, is not fitted, there or there's no filter within the canister that is attached to the mask or the canister is not secured appropriately, then your safety precaution is all for naught. And within seconds to minutes, your life will be over. Hence the phrase that we're going to talk about today that is used quite often in the military is attention to detail. Attention to detail is probably the one of the most used phrases um, in the military and for good reason. It is in the details that can cause a leak in intelligence. It is in the details that can start and end wars. It is in the details that can save a service member's life or a bystander's life. It is in the details that can save your life. It's the smallest incremental facts that can steer narratives and prevent disasters. So let's move forward. It has been said, there's an idiom, there's a phrase out there that it says, it has been said that the devil is in the details. And that could be true. The devil will tempt and move people with small, minute things that can set us adrift from God. And before we know it, we have lost sight of God like losing sight of the shoreline. The devil will use grief, one more pill, one more video, one more negative thought, one more temptation, one more person, one more lie, one more hit, one more sell, one more habit, one more hobby, one more trophy. The devil will nod you It will nudge you in a direction with small things that will equate to large strides 
from your relationship with God and others till you are drowning in the decisions you have made over time and you eventually succumb to them. And this thing has happened before. It's happened in the Bible. It's happened to King Solomon. Solomon loved many foreign women. Besides the daughter of the king of Egypt, he married Hittite women and women from Moab and Ammon and Edom and Sidon. He married from he married them even though the Lord had commanded the Israelites not to intermarry with these people because they would cause the Israelites to give up their loyalty, to give up their loyalty to other gods. Solomon married 700 princesses and also had 300 concubines. They made him turn away. They made him turn away from God and by the time he was old, they had led him. They had led him into the worship of foreign gods. He was not faithful to the Lord his God. He was not faithful to the Lord his God as his father David had been. Isn't that amazing? The devil tried to tempt Jesus by using the very word of God in Matthew 4. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus, the truth, the life and the way, Jesus answered him. It is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. The devil could be in the details and the details can determine your destiny. God has always been in the details. If the devil's in the details, God has always been in the details. God's greatness can always be seen in the granular. From his creation of the universe and the very thoughts spoken into existence down to the cell, the smallest structural and functional unit of an organism to the way our bodies process oxygen to everything in between. We breathe in about 17,000 times per day. Amen. Then the Lord God formed a man. The Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Let's say that again. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and then breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. We are still dealing with a global existential crisis in COVID-19 that affects your ability to breathe. Okay, we see the detailed guidance God gives Moses in developing the tabernacle, the tabernacle where God presented his presence here on earth with his people and how that is seen in Christ, how he was as the living tabernacle, Emmanuel, God with us and God laying out the extraordinary detail from the size of the linen to the building of the ark to the separation that must exist in the tent to the stones that were inscribed on the ephod and to the, the lamp design to the detailed legalistic language in Leviticus as to what should be sacrificed for what certain ailments for sins and cleansing and mold and so forth. God lays out specifics 
in the Bible. He lays out days for people to be quarantined, days and lengths and ceremonies. The Bible has all these significant details and days that Jesus was spent in the wilderness. How long Moses was on the ark, how long Jonah was in the, the great fish, the geneolo- genealogical detail and references that outlines bloodlines. There is a whole book of the Bible called Numbers where therein is a census that takes place of the people of Israel. And another fun fact, another fun detail that in Hebrew, the book is actually titled Bar, which means in the desert, in the wilderness, where Numbers goes through their time in the wilderness. The detail and the provision of the divine word of God and how we are still unraveling the interlacing of the sacred text and how the entire canon of the Bible applies previously, currently, and moving forward into kingdom living with Christ. God's greatness has always been in the granular. God's greatness has always been in the granular. So today I ask you to survey the details around you. What does all this mean? I just gave you a bunch of information. You're like, what am I doing with this information? I need you to take a survey. I need you to take a poll of the details that are around you. Are the details enhancing the pattern of life that Christ would want you, that encourages us to live? Do they cement the values that grow you closer to God, such as praying, such as worshiping, such as fellowshipping, such as studying, such as seeking the Lord daily when we're going through our go-through? Or are you habit stacking habits that are small deviances that over time create a chasm between you and God? The small lies, small deceits, prescription drugs, pornography, lust, stealing, envy, relationships. And these are just some obvious ones, right? Like how about the small lifestyle choices that are interwoven within the fabric of daily life? The choices you live out daily, so much so that they happen without notice. What about the words you speak to yourself? Are they positive? Are they negative? Your brain fires off about 6,000 thoughts a day. The awareness of this alone can help you shift the narrative of how you even speak to yourself. What products are you consuming from your Music from TV, from movies, from podcasts, from YouTube, from social media, from small minute things that are around you. Your ability to be sensitive to the details that are around you and that are being absorbed in your spirit will add to your ability with God's help to maneuver, overcome, and be discerning. Discipline in the dark will drive the milestones of your future, and God is a God of details. The psalmist cries out, Teach us. To number our days. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. Our days may come to 70 years or to 80 if our strength endures, yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly, they quickly pass and we fly away. If only we knew the power of your anger, your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. Teach us. Teach us to number our days that we may gain, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. These days pass by so quickly. Dang, I can't believe winter is here already. I can't believe Friday is here already. I can't believe we're celebrating this birthday already. You do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life. It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes. 
away. James 4.14. How much more should we exercise wisdom at the details of our lives? How we exercise the granular to add to the greatness God has in store for us. The greatness that can affect others. The others that others may know God through the granular obedience lived out. Have the details deterred your destiny? Is the granular adding to God's glory in your life? What is the minor details you need to adjust to manifest what God is calling in your life? If you say, I don't know what my calling is, it is the relentless obedience to attach yourself to Christ that opens up the opportunities for the details to reveal themselves. I will close with a quote from C.S. Lewis. The more a man was in the devil's power, the less he would be aware of it. On the principle that a man is still fairly sober as long as he knows he's drunk. You can give the devil too much or too little attention. I encourage you to sift through the details. And I'll catch you next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it.